What's up, fellow online addicts? I'm Asha, and it's literally my job to scour the internet every day to see what you guys are saying about our stories and to see what you're snarking on. If you got beef with a particular island issue, we'll give your voice an extra boost on trend spotting. It's our weekly rundown of everything that's got you buzzing and what conversations you can't look away from. From the serious to the silly, from ludicrous news to legit headlines, from the weirdest Instagram posts to the most retweeted stories to the insane DMs we get, we're going to show you the deeper side of what's making group chats, what's trending, and what you're sharing. So check out Trendspotting on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and on IGTV, all at KUAM News. If you've got something to say, sound off. We'll find you. A foodie call. Mm-hmm. I'm Lacey Francisco. And I'm Carmen Cherlahi. What's up, y'all? Now, oh, Carmen. This is going to be a fun one. So something's coming up. Cinco de Mayo is something that we celebrate in America. In America. Right. And why is Carmen here? Because um, she has a little bit more Mexican heritage than most of us do. Yeah. And actually, we do have some Hispanic heritage. A lot of our food on Guam actually is. Very influenced by the Mexican culture. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and Carmen, Carmen, please tell us, tell us more about you. You're half Mexican? (laughs) I am. So my mom is from Jalisco, which is a state in Mexico, and she's from this small town called Ciudad Guzman. No one really knows where that is. Where? But it's near Guadalajara. (laughs) All these places. I guess Guadalajara, you could say, is very central Mexico. And, um, you know, I grew up with eating Mexican food, speaking Spanish. Um, I'm really close to my family back there. And I would go every summer to Mexico for three months on end, basically. So I have a lot of, uh, it's really close to my heart. So I guess you could say I'm Mexican. In a way. Are you Chamorro too? Or? I am Chamorro, oh, okay. yes. So my dad is half Chamorro, half white. But you have that Terlahi name, and that's a yeah. very Chamorro name. Yeah, so uh, lots of cultures, lots of things going on. And the greatest thing is my family, they love to cook, right? So my mom and my dad are both excellent chefs. They love to make things, to create things. But, you know, little known facts, my mom before she moved to the States, didn't really know how to cook a lot of her own food. So it's that homesickness, right? She was like, um, she always would tell me, you know, I just just always missing eating tacos or enchiladas and all this stuff. And so she had to learn. So a lot of it is that like moving away from home and then you you crave the flavors that really uh, remind you of your childhood and stuff. So Mexico is a huge country, huge country. Though, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing that there are some variances with the foods, just like Italy and very different. Right. Yeah. It depends on where you go. They prepare it differently, right? Uh, a lot of times we talk about mole. Like you can't talk about Mexican food without talking about mole. And the thing is, with that, it's different where you go, right? The color is different. The way they what they use it for, the ingredients, everything just depends on where you are. But the greatest thing about Mexican food is they use everything, right? So they use all the parts of the pig or all these different flavors that I think is really unique. It's a lot of love. And you're saying that fresh ingredients also was very key and important. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you insisted, like, we're got to go to the store <laughs> before we do foodie call. I was like, you need limones because 
in every Mexican household, if you don't have limes in your fridge, it's like just not right. And I know we're talking about it because Cinco de Mayo is coming up. So tell so. us, give us the spill about that. <laughs> There's a little secret thing here that I, w- I mean, even as a, I'm old, I know, I mean, I watch a lot of Jeopardy, so mm-hmm. I thought I would know this little fun fact, but yeah. what about Cinco de Mayo? Well, actually, Lacey, it's not really a Mexican holiday. It's only celebrated in the city of Puebla. It just depicts this one particular battle, but for some reason, and I don't know how, okay? I love history, but I don't know this this much history. But for some reason, it became a big Mexican-American tradition. Mostly American. Emphasis on the A, right? Because, I don't know, we don't really celebrate it in my town. If I lived in Puebla, then it would be a whole other story. There's, like, parades in the streets. And I've never been to Puebla, but I've heard, right? Um, but we are Mexican Independence Day, which is a really common misconception because I don't know, I think Americans, July 4th, July 5th, or May 5th, it sounds the same to them. <laughs> but Mexican Independence Day is actually in September. So that's just a little known fact. The more you know. The more you know. But you know what? I've been struggling with this because when I was in college, I was anti Cinco de Mayo. I was like, no way am I celebrating that holiday because seeing people dressed in sombreros with the little, what is this, maracas? It just was kind of like super demeaning to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, there you go again, wearing a poncho, which... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I own a few ponchos, but... But you are Mexican. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. Sometimes it just made me almost a little cringeworthy, right? But now I kind of understand why people celebrate it because everyone wants a good reason to drink tequila and celebrate and have delicious Mexican food. So if you are celebrating Cinco de Mayo, my biggest thing is just do it right. You know, know a little bit about the history. Don't say some racist stuff. Just be very... And then want to learn about the culture because I think this is a common thing when it comes to food. Everyone loves Mexican food. I don't meet people who are like, oh, yeah, I don't like Mexican food. Like, no one says that. They're all like, oh, Mexican food? I love Mexican food. I went to Taco Bell yesterday. And I'm like... (laughs) That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm guessing you didn't grow up eating Taco Bell at all, though. You know what? Um, I don't like Taco Bell, but I've had it before. (laughs) But I don't like it. Of course, why are you going to go to Taco Bell if you have a mom who is cooking at home? Yeah, it's true. Right. But at the same time, it's very different. It's a very different flavor, you know? It's just American food. Right, that's true. So my biggest thing is, like, if you're going to go out there and you're going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, try something different, you know? Explore. Because there's so many layers to Mexican food that I think people don't really understand. It's like, it's not just tacos. It's not just um, the stuff that you could buy here. Like, unfortunately, we have a lot of choices now. And I know growing up, we didn't have those options. There were no Mexican restaurants or uh, places where you could go to get fresh Mexican food, which, as I said, it's all about the freshness. Like the corn tortillas, if you go to Mexico, they're just making it on the spot, right? And here, you can't really find a lot of the stuff, but we make it work. Like a lot of the food that I grew up eating is... Uh, very Mexican in the traditional sense, but a lot of it also has this uh, American twist as well. So I can't even say like enchiladas, you're technically supposed to eat them with mole 
and queso fresco, which is like this, um, like a dry cheese. Crumbly dry. Crumbly dry cheese, queso seco. It's very uh, strong. And I, since I didn't grow up in Mexico, don't like it. Right? So instead, I put American cheese and I melt it. And I know this is super faux pas. If you're like, if you really like queso seco, good for you, but it's not, it's just not my taste. Right. But I love enchiladas. But you know, your version of what Mexico, Mexican food is going to be what your mom was able to prepare and adapt Definitely. here. Yeah. And then, of course, what was served in your, in your yeah, yeah. town or your family's But town. I would say I'm very blessed because my family back in Mexico, we grow beans. So we bring them sometimes here and we cook fresh beans so beans is really a traditional mexican mm-hmm. thing yeah my you know every day you're you're buying beans every single day and there's so many types peruano bola panza de vaca there's like maíz blanco there's all these different types of beans and you could taste the difference what is your normal application everyday application for it beans right Honestly, you could just eat an entire bowl of frijoles negros by yourself. That's just it. That's just like cooked black beans? Cooked black beans. But they have to be fresh, right? And they take a lot of time. Like the thing with Mexican food that people don't understand, you go to the, you go to a restaurant, you eat there, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But you don't realize how much work goes into making this one dish. Like chile rellenos. Chile rellenos mm. is one of my favorite foods in the entire world. Yes. But in order to make this, my mom has to take the pepper. First of all, you have to find the peppers here, right? And that is like a whole other story. But she has to take off the skin from the top of the pepper and you have to prepare it. Then you have to bread it. Then you put cheese and corn in the inside. And then sometimes when she makes enchiladas, the picadillo is made from scratch. So she cooks chicken stock, fresh chicken stock, chops up all of the zucchini, the carrots, the nuts. You don't know there's nuts in there, in the picadillo. And everything, it just takes time and lots of lots of love. What's a picadillo? Picadillo, like, um, you know when you eat enchiladas, the meat inside? Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes it's like chicken with vegetables and nuts and raisins and all these things that you Never, ever, ever thought they would be putting raisins in enchiladas. And mole, you think about mole, how many flavors go into mole? How many ingredients? Something people might not know is you put chocolate in mole, like real Mexican chocolate. Um, the galletitas, what are they called? The Maria crackers, have you ever seen those? I think uh, kids like to eat those here. I don't know, but you crush real sweet biscuits, I guess is what they're called, mm. into the mole. It's so good, but it's a lot, a lot of work. And Alas, of you, you did not bring any of that for us to try today. <laughs> no, sorry. Very disappointed. But we hope it to really have you back a- soon within uh, maybe next yeah, month. Yeah, it really is a lot of work, and it's just, it's so, I don't know, man. Growing up, I never thought that it was different. And sometimes, to be honest, when I was a kid, I was super embarrassed to bring food to school because I would open it up and then you could smell it, right? And I was like, oh man, I don't know, this is a weird thing to eat because people just don't eat it. Like one of my favorite things to eat in Mexico is cueritos. This is gonna sound really gross, okay? But it's it's these little translucent pork, what is it called? The pork grind? Mm-hmm. But they're not cooked. They're cooked in vinegar. 
like so a pickled, like pickled pork rinds. Yeah, pickled pork rinds. Then you put a little bit of like jalapeno juice, right, to make it a little spicy. And then you put it on everything. So actually, you could put it on chips. You could put it on tostadas. You could put it on everything. And I just, I love it. So uh, Mexican food, lots of it. Lots of spices, lots of chili. Oh, yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah, the hotter the better. My mom, she eats pepper just straight up, like with every meal. Because that's just the way it was. You know, I was on a trip recently, right? And I went to Spain. And a lot of my family from Mexico, they came out with me. My grandmother traveled to Spain, my abuelita from Mexico, with a bag, I swear, a bag, a huge bag of pepper. Straight up pepper. It's like this tahini that we have here, but the real one. So it's like a dried... Dried, dried chili pepper. She makes it herself, and she couldn't eat any of the food without the pepper. It was so strange, but delicious. I was like, right on, abuelita. Cause it's so good. So good. Every meal, everything you eat, it's like, I mean, I guess it's true. There are Mexicans who aren't into spicy things, which is also, people have this misconception that, oh, if you're Mexican, you automatically love everything that's spicy, which is just not necessarily true. You know, I have some friends who are like, oh, I'm not really, a fan. What about cilantro? Oh, cilantro. I love right. cilantro. Everything. I mean, there are people who don't eat cilantro because I think it's some sort of genetic variation. I believe that's it true. It makes it taste soapy for them. Mm. I don't really like those people. I know I'm related <laughs> to you, perhaps even married to you. Um, <laughs> but I love cilantro and I love fresh, um, you know, I mean, I call it pico de gallo. And pico, isn't that supposed to be, mean like cut small and Yeah, pico chopped, de gallo. Right? Gallo is a rooster. Right, but like it's, it's little, literally it's little chopped up, things. chopped up tomato, um, cilantro, lime, mm-hmm. salt, onion. And my basic. mom makes a pico de gallo that is super unique here because she puts mango. And that is like her island twist to it. So it is delicious. I know, I didn't But in it. Mexico, <laughs> right, they eat a lot of mango. We do. That's why so, I got some. Right, uh, okay. Guam may be a little island in the middle of the ocean, but this paradise is teeming with people with all sorts of amazing abilities. Benita Baby was nothing but hair accessories. <laughs> I had some little barrettes um, that we were making and headbands, our little like knit bow headbands. And that's all I started out with. And I decided shortly after you know I had been sewing for a little while that I was going to put it out there. Whether it's artists who create visual masterpieces, creatives inspiring others, people who compose and perform moving pieces of music, athletes taking their game to the next level, or entrepreneurs coming up with innovative solutions, there are a ton of folks here doing incredible things with their gifts. And I want to introduce them to all of you. Women, not just guys, women could come in and feel like they're there to train, they're going to be taken serious, they're, they're not going to be hit on by dudes, yeah. they're going to have their own space. You know, I mean, they're going to be respected as just another practitioner of of this martial art. I'm Jonagan Charfris, and I invite you to join me on the KUAM Podcast Network for Fistful of Talent, where I sit down with people discussing their visions and dreams and sharing the secrets of their success. In the avenues of, of, you know, being in the creative life and then what's, what's the next thing. Just subscribe to the KUAM Podcast Network on SoundCloud iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher platform, and prepare to be amazed. That's Fistful of Talent each and every Friday. Thanks for listening. And now, 
Let me get you back to your show. So today you've brought some things to talk to us about, like that yeah. we have or and we don't. Something you brought from Mexico. Mexico is a peninsula, correct? I don't know geography. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I don't know if you um, would consider. No, it. I not mean really. it's not because it connects to these other islands. Yeah. Like it might have a peninsula in it, like Florida has a, is a peninsula yeah, and part of the United States. Right. It's just very big. That's Jason. Um, yeah, asking I, was, I, was Jason. Asking if, I was asking if, if, if Mexico is considered or is a peninsula because I was like, a, peninsula countries as, as do islands and everything tend to have very distinct taste profiles. But they're huge. Yeah. It's a huge, it's huge, huge. When, when, country. When Lacey, so you were just talking different. about mangoes and everything like that. That certainly does add to, you know, yeah. to and the, the composition. And the crazy thing is, so let's say I'm in Ciudad Guzman and I'm eating all this food that I love. And then I decide to go to the beach, right? I'm going to have a whole other type of food because it's all about what's fresh, right? So ceviche, ooh, ceviche, top of my list is just like... Uh, shrimp cooked in lime. See, everything has lime. Well, not everything, but a lot of things that I love. So very similar to lime. our Kelleguin, but that has, it, it's it lime-based or acid-cooked. Onions, right? right? All this stuff, but you eat it near the beach. And so all of this, like, Mexican food, for me, it really, um, there's a significance to when I will eat tamales, right? I will eat tamales when I'm uh, doing Christmas mass and I'm sipping atole with it. Or I'm going to eat this big pot of pozole with my family. So a lot of it, a lot of things remind me of like these special memories. Like when I eat it, I might be in a whole nother place. So let's say I'm like eating this in like my house here on Guam, but I'm thinking of this like very specific moment in time. It's weird. Right. It brings you back. I mean, that's why I love food and foodie call and why that's important because food takes you places, transports you, teaches you stuff. So teach us about some of the things that we can see okay. here on Guam um, yeah. while I, we have time. I brought some stuff because for me, one of my biggest things is I love junk food. <laughs> I'm a junk food eater. And these are the things that I, growing up, would eat all the time. So like if you go walk the streets, they're called portales because it's almost like a mall, but it's like an outdoor mall kind of thing. Mm. And you're walking and there's uh, street vendors, which is common that we see a lot in California, but we don't have a lot of uh, Mexican street vendors here on Guam. But if we did, these are the type of things they would sell, like mangoes on a stick or corn or um, with cream and cheese and more spiciness. Right. We're starting to see people make that around. Yeah, there. it's something that's coming up, right? And then when I would go to school there, we do like, I have Lay's here, um, if you're watching this on the screen. And the reason why is because I love to prepare it with salsa de botella. So tapatio, cholula is a very interesting hot sauce. <laughs> Well, you got to tell us, you know, what the applications are. Hot sauce are for different things, okay? I truly believe that, like, Tapatio, Cholula, Valentina, they all have different flavors, different tastes. I even have this other one in my house that you just put on seafood. So, very specific purposes. Like, this one, I like it on popcorn, and this one I like on chips. So, it just depends what I'm eating. So, like, let's make some. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, and then we got some takis here, too. 
Right. So this is kind of um, new to the island. Maybe last couple of years we've started to see this. And you know, when Guam people hear the word talkie, they're not expecting this. <laughs> I know that's such talkie an talkie. easy <laughs> joke to make, but this is this a big Mexican It's like snack? a certain female clothing brand that came out maybe about 20 years right. ago. Right. That had had to do with a certain female baby making parts. We're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But this is this is a legit thing, as Chris Barnett would say. Is it legit? Yeah. People eat that. I eat that. It's a thing, but a lot. There's of a song called Taki Taki. What does that mean? I. Selena Gomez. I have no idea. Is part Fuego. of. Fuego. Okay, let's try this and then we'll so open the this, taki. So this, and then I, I'm gonna add some hot sauce. Okay. So all I did was squeeze some lime and hot sauce. And if you know me, you know that this is like my go-to snack. Actually, this is from my desk here at work. Wink. I keep it there because you never know when you're gonna eat something or need. A bottle of tapatio. Surprisingly, people have asked me if they when they wanted some, and you just put however you however much you want. Now I'm putting kind of a lot. Now I'm guessing because I'm a chip person, I'm a snack person. It gets a little bit uh, soggy. Is that a part of the experience? Yup. And then at the ends, there's like all this juice at the end. And when I was a kid, and we'd go around and just sip all the juice. Oh, it's weird. Oh, that is weird. Here, we got. But the stuff. craziest thing too is in um. My favorite papas in Mexico, they actually add War- Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce, sure. Yep. Yeah, I know I it's like weird but delicious. They're called papas inglesas. Inglesa means uh, like English. So Worcestershire is like English, right? Okay. There we go. We're going to do this real quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're gonna try all this stuff. We're gonna do it really, really fast, so. That's delicious. I know. It's tangy. And then it's like chili-ish. Mmm. Like chili pepper. And then mm. there's this. Very f- similar flavors. And this is a corn chip. Mm-hmm. It's a rolled up, um, like a spicy, Hot cheeto we almost, but not. Kind of way. No, no, no. There's something about lime, lime and chile. It's almost like a classic, mm. classic combo. And I, you can't go yeah. wrong. Very limey, very like tangy. And right. then like, see this mango here? I'm gonna add more lime to this, which is just delicious, okay? And then we're gonna add tajin. Now tell me about tajin real quick, cause we gotta go soon. Tajin is like a seasoning with pepper, mm-hmm. but tajin already comes with the lime in it. So it's a lazy people's thing. But anyway. In, in Mexico, <laughs> you would just have your pepper and then you add your lime. Yeah, because everything fresh, right? But I gotta say, this is something that is now everywhere in every supermarket I go and, to. They and have people, this. you know, weirdly enough, I see it being used all the time for everything. And it's really impressive. It's the first time I'm really I've ever looked at that or bought it or thought about it. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Surprised there's no tequila here. Get out of tab. Because I'm telling you, lime. And we also have these candies that I brought. So this is called pulparino. Pulparino is a tamarind candy, and they have different flavors. So if you are Mexican, you know what pelon pelon rico is, which is. Uh, this little guy, pelon means bald, so he's this little bald guy, and then when you're a kid, you squeeze it, 
and the tamarind chile thing comes out of his hair. So he's a bold, delicious guy. You know what I mean? Pelon, pelon rico. Delicious. Let me borrow that knife right there. It's really good. I love uh, the candies because these are also different. So I'm going to have Lacey try this, and she told me she's never tried it before. And they have a mango flavor. This one says hot, intenso, tamarindo. And usually, I don't know why we like hot candy. This is really interesting because it's like sweet and sour. I know. Almost, and chili. But um, it reminds me of like... um, Excuse me, Siri. Rude. (laughs) But it it reminds me of like Toa Mango, okay? Toa, excuse me. Right, the kind of in-between ripe. And Mm. um, my my tongue is a little on fire here, or a little warm. (laughs) On fire? It's not on fire, it's just warm. Mm. It's making me salivate. We eat this all the time, like fruits with limon and chile. This is delicious. It's it's kind of a a ripe mango, or almost completely ripe. Mm -hmm. The lemon just, I mean, excuse me, the lime. Say it lime. again. It's lime, limon. Limon. But it has to be lime because lemon, you won't get the same flavor. All right, let's eat this. Thing. And you could do this with cucumber and jicama. So if you're ever at home and you want to just do something fun. And so this is the tahini thing is something that people and just buy at the store here. you can also do it with watermelon, sandia. Now we're going to try this uh, candy, okay? It's tamarind. Do you know what tamarind is? Sure. We make tamarind drinks, tamarind everything. The texture looks almost like a fruit roll-up. and a... It's like a Mexican fruit roll-up. You want to ah. try it? No, it's not. There's a lot of sugar maybe and salt. You can clearly see the crystals in it. But tamarind is... Oh, so good. It's a very earthy, um, mm. like dried fruit. It takes me back. People... I've given this to some of my friends before, and it's hit or miss. You either love it or you don't. And I think that's just because if you don't grow up with it, you know, how will you know that it's delicious? Now, before we go, I was at a store last night, and I found something, and I thought, hmm, Carmen might be insulted by that. But let me eat it. I ate a whole bag. They're these little mini churros. Churros are just like little donuts that are Mm. fried fresh. Mm-mm. This is all reminding me of like, um, I like to go to the fairs in the middle of the city where my mom is from, and they have every Sunday night a big fair, and they're just making churros on the side. They're giving out these papitas with the limon, uh, candy everywhere, rides. It's just like a magical place to me growing up. So I'm excited to try them. I mean, in no way is this a real churro, okay? But they're I just they're, like, they're so cute. This is an it. Asian brand. Right, like Korean or something. I was going to say, Lacey, that looks like the same company that makes shrimp chips. I think yeah. So. And like all that like ramen stuff. Well, like I said, you know, a lot of people, they're really intrigued by Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I mean, they're fun. It tastes like a churro. These are really good. I've never had these before. Right? I got a bag for you in the back. Wow, <laughs> it actually is incredible how they made the same flavor. It's just not soft like a It's that like cinnamon, a yeah. Almost like t- cinnamon toast. Wow, this All right. is bizarre. We got it. to go, Carmen, and I'm sorry we couldn't <laughs> have more time with you, but we're going to have you back. I'm hoping that you can I come back so. before before we bid you adieu permanently. So. <gasps> oh no, Lacey. Right. I'll always be here. Carmen got other stuff to do. 
All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Adios. Hasta luego.